Hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of Baby Steps. I'm Scott. Um, <clears throat> it's Thursday. It's about 5.30 on Thanksgiving. And I had a lot on my mind and didn't really want to wait till Sunday. Um, this is a special edition. There isn't going to be any science. There isn't going to be any... This is just me kind of... Going back to the way the first couple episodes were of the show, just me talking, um, I'll have another episode out on Sunday as well, but I just wanted to talk through some things here. Um, it's been a roller coaster ride of a year, uh, this time last year. I was eating Thanksgiving dinner at my dad's house because that's where I was living after my second marriage failed. Um, still not feeling the greatest about myself about, about this time of year, uh, last year. Um, just really struggling to try to figure out what's going on, what's going to happen, you know, that sort of thing. Um, to go from that to where I am now still amazes me. Um, you know, the sheer fact of moving back out on my own and moving to a new air, a new area. I knew of Knoxville, been in Knoxville a few times when I <clears throat> worked in radio in Oskaloosa, but never spent a ton of time here, <clears throat> but moving here, starting that new job at the radio station, and just really hitting rock bottom again, and then realizing that I needed God's help, and God was there for me, and he's been there for me since then. He's been there for me <clears throat> the whole time. <clears throat> I just didn't realize it. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. But it's just been unbelievable to go from someone living at 43 years old back with their dad, feeling like the worst piece of garbage in the world, to now f feeling I have a purpose, I have worth. And I'm not a bad. I'm not that bad. Um, thank you to everyone uh, listening to the show. Um, like I said last week, we reached a hundred listens. Uh, things are just getting bigger and better. I'm eventually going to add it to YouTube with a video aspect of it. Uh, I'm still working out the kinks on that. <coughs> I may run another test this Sunday <clears throat> for it, but again, I mean, just starting on Anchor and Spotify and then <clears throat> getting it on Google, I believe it's on Apple, iHeartRadio, you know, getting that email from Amazon asking if I wanted to put it on Amazon Music and Audible, you know, just growing it, <clears throat> the finding out that we have listeners in other countries um 
all from just an idea from Pastor Dave. Again, I this show was going to be sports or movie related or something along those lines. And Pastor Dave's like, well, why don't you do it about your Christian walk? Sorry, I just finished dinner, so got a little bit of the hiccups. But that's usually the best time to podcast for me is when I got a full stomach, so. But yeah, so this wasn't even the idea. And to take an idea and doing a show in a genre and topic that I really still don't know a whole lot about. I'm still learning. I'm still new. I'm still... I'm still a baby Christian. But to do that and to have the kind of success that the show has has just been amazing. But again, this would have never happened, you know, if God wouldn't have placed it on Pastor Dave's heart to call me that Wednesday and invite me to Bible study and it. Wouldn't have happened if God hadn't uh, won the fight with me because I wasn't going to go. And for him to say, no, Scott, you, you need to go. And I went. And to, to end up where I'm at. I mean, I'm, I'm far from a finished product. But I'm way better than I was four months ago, and and definitely way better than I was a year ago. I'm a completely different person now. And this was a very emotional week for me. Um, This is one of the few holidays I've spent by myself. Over the last, you know, 15 years I've been in relationships and marriages so I was at family's houses so a little bit different but you know what I was actually looking forward to it just being able to cook and eat and just kind of not have to worry about anything else So, the reason why this was emotional was, um, this week, um, The Ultimate Journey, uh, my class I take on Thursdays, um, we finished up with going through the last part of, of our adult life up to now. And, I knew what was coming, I wasn't looking forward to, but... I had no idea it was going to affect me like this. When I wrote out my my stuff for this week, um, to put down on paper, and it had to have been God that really helped me tap back into how I felt back at that time. It was like I was right back there again. <clears throat> Reaching that... that deepest darkest point of my life where I wanted to end it all I felt there was no other way there was no other answer and nobody would care if I was gone and I knew that 
and I've talked to people. I've talked about it on this show. And I'm sure to some people, it's like, yeah, it seemed like it really <clears throat> was no big deal to you. But to put it on paper and to be able to f- feel those feelings again, it shook me. It shook me to the core. Because I guess I really had no idea the feelings were that bad. And it was that dark. And it was that close to actually going through with it. And then to... As I was writing, it was as if I was watching a movie of my life. Knowing what's going to happen... You know, and yelling at the <clears throat> yelling at the screen, don't do it, don't, you know. And there was nothing I could do to stop it because I knew <clears throat> that's where it was going to go and how it was going to end. And that was really hard. And it was really hard. We had our class on Tuesday. Um... Because obviously we weren't going to have it today because of Thanksgiving. And I fought with myself. Because there's parts of me that did not want to share it. I just didn't want to share it. I had already written it. I had to to stare it down. And I did not want to do it. And I fought with myself and fought with myself and... Again, decided I needed to do it. And I did. And I broke down. And my group was there for me. And after I was done, it was very stressful, very intense. But I felt a lot better. Because I now know that doesn't define me anymore. All the names I was called by people from junior high through high school, even in the early parts of college. My constant seeking of trying to find a girlfriend to replace, you know, what I didn't have and, you know, putting all of that on one person and... Constantly being rejected, that does not define who I am. And a couple things after I shared, and I apologize that some of the questions that were asked to me, I did not have an answer. I didn't know. You know, one of the questions was... What what do you want your legacy to be? And I've never really thought about that. Because for all of my life... I thought my legacy was going to be... People were going to say, Dang, that's Scott Daly. He was good at... Fill in the blank. Sports... Broadcasting, that's what I thought my legacy was going to be. And to a point, it kind of is. It's not the legacy, 
best way of saying that was, uh, so when I was in Oskaloosa, I was the radio broadcaster for William Penn Football. And their coach uh, now was the same coach then. His first year was my first year in Oskaloosa. So I followed the team, followed their rise from being one of the worst programs in the country to where he built it to a consistent contender every year. And it continued on. And a couple weeks ago, he resigned. And I found him on Facebook, and I sent him a message, you know, gave him some, you know, said congratulations, and told him that it was one of the most fun times I had in my life. Was traveling with the team and being around the team. He made me feel like I was a part of the team and a part of the William Penn family. And his response was thanking me and then and then said that radio station hasn't had anyone as good as you since you left. And that really hit me. Because I left in 2011. So that was 11 years ago. And for him to say that. That's what I mean. That's probably going to be a part of my legacy. But it's not going to define me. I really didn't have an answer for that. I still don't have an answer for that. I guess the best way to look at what I want my legacy Is I never gave up. Even when I wanted to. At my darkest moment. Of thinking the only way out was to end my life. I didn't. I didn't give up. I went through I went through all the pain. I guess that's my legacy, someone that never gave up. A lot of lot of my lot of my pain was self-inflicted. A lot of it was but I never gave up. I never stopped believing. Or at least believing in myself. And then the other question was what would God say about me? And I really didn't have an answer. I mean, I, I I feel God has a sense of humor, and I, I think part, part of what God would say is, well, it took you long enough, Scott. Just like when he was talking to me one time, he said, all that passion that you have for the things that you love and you hold dear, or those 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 passions that you have towards things. He said, I gave that to you. You used it for the wrong reasons, but I gave that to you. But I couldn't come up with anything else. But I have now. Now that I've had some time to think about it. Usually I'm pretty good about thinking quick on my feet. But I couldn't. I think God would look down on me and say...
I kept you safe because I knew you'd come home. And now that you're home, I'm going to use you for what you were always meant to be. That's what I think he would say about me. To take a part of that song I talked about last week, well done. I'm finally in the place where I belong. And then, so after you share, there are um, things that the group read. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of them now. Uh, let me go grab my book. <laughs> affirmations. That's what, affirmations. So each one of the group. They all take turns reading these affirmations to you. And one of them used the word friend. I have two other people in my group. And they... And, you know, it was... You are my friend. I didn't know how to react to that. And I really didn't say anything because I was a little bit embarrassed. Because at 43 years old, you think I would understand this. But I don't really know what that means. I'm not counting childhood. Um, but in my adult life, I've had very few. If any really close, solid friends. And I just did not know how to react to that. Because I don't know what a friendship is. I don't know what any type of relationship is. That's why I've been married twice. I mean, I know how to stay together with people. Is that the best thing to do? No, probably not. Not when things were kind of going the way some of those relationships went. But it was all I knew how. So for someone to call me friend, I I did not know how to react to it. I still don't. But it meant a lot to me for someone to call me friend. So yeah, it was a pretty emotional week, and this is going to be an emotional week for the class too. We're down to our final two weeks. And now we start the process of bury all that stuff that we brought up over the last, you know, nine, ten weeks, all that stuff. Now we bury it and put it in the past. Reminds me of a song. Here I go back to last week's show. But 
There's a song called Phoenix. You know, I've mentioned the Phoenix on the show. Uh, if you don't know, um, it's a mythical bird that every 500 years it bursts into flames. And then from the ashes it arises bigger, bolder, brighter, better than what it was before. It truly is a symbol of rebirth. There are some theologians that feel that the phoenix is referenced in the Bible. Some theologians have, you know, referred to Jesus as a phoenix. It's resurrection is what the phoenix stands for. And there's a song called Phoenix. And part of the song is, are you going to die today or make it out to love? Uh, make it out alive. You have to conquer the monster inside your head so you can fly. Fly, Phoenix, fly. It's time for a new empire. Go bury your demons and tear down the ceiling. And that's what, at least this next week, and I'm, I haven't looked ahead to the to the next week after that, but... It seems like that's what we're doing now. We're taking all the stuff that we've brought back up and we're burying it for good. And I'm ready for that because I'm tired of all of that defining who I was or who I am. Because that's been my whole life of what ifs or if only this would have changed or... If I didn't meet this person or do that or feeling like a failure. It's okay to fail. I fail. I still fail now. Everybody does. It was just I didn't know how to deal with the failure. Instead of using it as a learning experience and moving on and making sure that it's better, I stuck with it. And that failure became, you know what? You failed. You're a failure. You'll never get it right. Even though I would still continue to try, but that one failure would stick there. And they would snowball into two failures or more failures. And then it would just mound up in this big old ball of failure that it would just stick with you. That's why I always say I was a good basketball player. I really was. But the difference between me and the other kids were that for a lot of them, one, they had better genetics than me. Nothing I can do about that. And two, I feel mentally they were better than me. Because seemingly, they could get past their mistakes. I couldn't. They had total confidence in their abilities. I knew I was good, but my thought was, well, don't screw this up. Except for a few occasions where that didn't never came into my mind, and I just played. And those were my best performances. So, 
I've got a lot to be thankful for. You know, again, I'm thankful for Pastor Dave and everyone at New Journey Church for truly making me feel that I belong and I'm a part of something. You know, I'm I'm thankful for for the radio station here in Knoxville for for them giving me the opportunity to come here and work. Cuz if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. You know, I'm thankful for my friend Steph. I met her when I lived back with my dad. We actually did a podcast together for a while. Listening to her talk and everything, it helped me through a lot of tough times. You know, I'm thankful for my dad. Because that day when I called him and said, you know, I have nowhere to go. He did not have to say, I'll be there in two and a half hours to get things ready. He didn't have to do that. But he did. Of course, above all of it, I'm thankful for God for looking down on me. Going back to to those dark days, that day I laid on the couch... Knowing that that was the day that I was going to kill myself. But him almost like having his hand on me. Holding me on that couch. Until my then wife got home. I'm thankful for my daughter Alexis. I put her through a lot. During that period of time, I could not see her. And then even once I got through that, I was still very angry to the point that she didn't want to come see me. I had to rebuild all that. And I'm thankful for the sheer fact that she allowed me to rebuild that bond that we have. If you're on my Facebook, you see pictures of us. That bond that we had when she was a little baby is just as strong as it ever was now. She's 11 now. So it's getting to that period in her life where, you know, I try to talk to her. She doesn't want to talk a whole lot, which is absolutely fine. I get it. But the sheer fact that when we're together, we always have a good time no matter what. You know, I'm thankful for her mom. For not giving up on me in that period of time. She could have just very easily said, I don't want you in her life anymore. And I wouldn't have blamed her. But for the sheer fact of She didn't do that. It gave me the opportunity to try to get back to a stable mental state I'll always be grateful for. And that was a long time ago, but still, I guess I'm still grateful for it now. Because if she doesn't, who knows where I'm at at that point. 
Because at least the times that I had, as bad as everything was, at least having Alexis around was the only time I was happy. Or somewhat happy. So yeah, so I've got a lot to be thankful for. Uh, thankful for my job. Um, you know, I went through a stretch, uh, a rough stretch where I wasn't doing the best. And they very easily could have fired me. And they talked about it. They talked about it with me about firing me. But they didn't. They gave me a chance to turn it around. The same thing God did for most of my life, believing that he was punishing me. That he didn't like me and purposely tried to make my life difficult. Or when, when, when Alexis's mom left me, I blamed him. When anything bad happened to me, I blamed him. Why are you doing this to me? Why did you take this from me? And still, that day that I wanted to end it, he kept me on that couch. And here I am four, five years later, him saying, I got something special for you. I got a new purpose for you. I got the purpose for you. Just be patient and you'll have it. Something I never thought I'd ever have. Do I still screw up? Yeah, I still screw up. And have to ask for forgiveness. And he still sticks with me. So I think that's going to wrap it up. I try to keep these around 30 minutes. The last couple have gone over, but... Again, thank you everyone for listening... Happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and I will talk to you on Sunday with a brand new episode. Eat some turkey, everyone. Talk to you then.